Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. God save us all. When you see men fall, don't laugh. Learn. Learn. Because you're on your way up. And the things that tempt people to fall, you and I are not free from that temptation, nor from the weakness that will cause us to stumble and fall. When you laugh at somebody else's fall, white or black, rich or poor, your enemy or your friend, you are laughing and opening a way for your own demise when you do that. Because to laugh and not learn, to make mockery and not to understand, is to make the same mistake yourself. Did you hear me? I have no idea what the hell I played that for. Like, I literally, I just like, oh, let's play this. <laughs> but y'all was just talking about posting the Crackhead video. Crackhead like, video oh, is spectacular, was, by the way. This was, this was pretty good. The Crackhead video, you think it was better than this one? OD. Drum. It was good. The Crackhead talking about why he smokes crack. Yes. You want to play it? I'll give it a two intro show. I'll make it a two intro show. It's different. <laughs> Trom, you can, you can, can you get off the fence, Trom? <laughs> Yeah, it's that was a great video. The Wi-Fi <laughs> shit, so hold on. I was real tired. You got to put the shit by the mic, bro. I can get up from here now and walk to the moon. Okay? I can get up and walk to the moon. Right, I'm good now. I'm good to go. I'm usually why I'm doing this interview is good. Number one is... I'm tired of this place in Manhattan. I'm sick of these people around here. And I'm leaving right now. I'm out of here. Okay? Going back to where I came from. If anybody see this tape and you know me, you know I tried. You know where I came from. You know what I used to be. And I'm going to get it again. Why do you do it? The first time I did it was because I wanted to hang out with some girls. You know, and I found out that if you give the majority of females out here, you give them a little crumb, let me say, for instance, 
Give him a little crack. Something that looked like that. You got a shot of that? Got a shot of that, nigga? Damn near anything you want to him. Okay? Okay? That's number one. And number two is, I never felt anything like it before. I'm like, I'm, I'm in my own world. I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm not scared to say it. I ain't had sex with a woman in at least three months. Because I'm too busy chasing crack. I, don't, I haven't had an erection in three months. Because I'm too busy chasing crack. And it got to the point where... I don't even care about women. I don't care about men. I don't care about nobody but me getting another hit. I've been up three days now. Can you tell? I've been up three days. In three days, if you count down stop? the knowledge that stop, I walk, I walk from here to at least the White House, <laughs> which looked like a big rock on the hill. All right? That's about how far I walk. Yo, I gotta listen to Matt Paracon again Cause I'm <laughs> laughing at this nigga's struggle But All right. The nigga said the White House Like a big ass rock, rock on the hill Big ass rock on the hill Yo, yo Reek So Dodge isn't here um, She's Celebrating uh, Mother's Day all weekend uh, We asked Reek to come in From uh, The clubhouse And Reek is probably one of our most celebrated guests and, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I feel comfortable if Rika's here. He got all them big words and shit like that. Charm, you in the building, of course. Yo, what up? But, Rick, Brethren. this is the video that you decided to pick. Right. Why? What, what the fuck was I listening to this video for? First of all, like, everybody grew up on hip-hop. I feel like that's a super-duper deluxe fire video to start shit off with because there's mad entendres with it. Talking about not going to sleep until you get another hit. I've been up for three days. Can you tell? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you tell? I haven't had sex with a woman in three months. I don't care about nobody but me getting another hit. Like, oh, that's fire timing and all that. And really and truly, <laughs> when you view a crackhead, you feel like they're like devoid of knowledge and they're not, Never. They're not well spoken. No. Well, w when you see a crackhead, just on the surface level, when you see them, you see them in like a destitute place to where they just fiend out and you just see like, kind of like fucking Chris Rock in New Jack City. Like, yo, come on, man. Yo, come you don't see somebody really calm, resolved, Pookie of was sound the mind. worst crackhead of all time. What I'm saying yeah, is, no talent. because of movies, you see crackheads like, like this sub- the subversion of a human. Where you have somebody calm and relaxed, like, yeah, I agree to do this interview. I want to leave New York City. I started doing crack because of girls. And I don't know fact, I haven't had sex in three months. All I do is just fuck around with crack. And he's really calm, relaxed. And I feel like this shit is like a real like dope perspective on like crackheads. Word. I don't know what the fuck is Reek talking about right now. You asked me a question on the answer, didn't Why it? did we start the show talking about the reason why crack first of all it's 2019. Right. <laughs> I still know people who do crack out. I'm sure you do. I mean, you live in Long Island, so that doesn't You live in Brooklyn. People do crack out here, too. I don't know too many functional crackheads anymore. I, I mean, I know a few that have given up. They've tossed their life away. That's it. I know mm -hmm. my man that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. He went to jail. He turned into a crackhead a long time ago. He used to buy crack for me on the low. Like, once I knew it was for him, he'd be like, yo, let me get two. Like, come on, man. You know it's me. Like after, you know, <laughs> you know, for a while he would send other people and shit, and he'd like hang out down the block, right? And then at you know, I knew it was him, and then he just come to me like, "Yo, just give me two man, stop it, <laughs> just come on, man, hurry up before everybody see." Wow. <laughs> right? So the nigga went and got locked up. Most crackheads get brolic in jail because they get their whole body back. Mm -hmm. They don't have too many other vices besides crack. Some are super duper crackheads. Some they, some of them they do dope in the morning, do crack in the afternoon, right? Com commitment. 
Dope in the morning, crack in the afternoon. In the middle, a little bit yeah, of alcohol. What's dope? Huh? Heroin. Okay. Heroin. Boy. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> That's dope. When they, in, in the song, by the dip said it. Oh, boy. That's dope. I never knew that was about dope. Shout out to Ray Charles. Yeah. Uh, why, why do we... Why? He was like a famous yeah, yeah, heroin yeah, addict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in... All right. So why was I talking about that? But in my history, knowing crackheads for real, they some talented motherfuckers. Right. I know a I know a crackhead that was an actor. I used to tell you about that, Tron. There was an actor on my block. He used to be in movies and everything. And he would lock in for a month on crack. Hmm. He would skinny out like he would, yo. And he wanted 10 at a time every day, two, three times a day. Give me 10. Give me 10. Give me 10. Give me 10. And you'd watch him transform into a whole crackhead over this course of a month. And then he'd just clean up. Shit, he had the funding for it. And then he'd go back to living his life. He'd do a movie. He'd do an acting role, whatever. Come back. Yo, give me 10. I know crackheads that were great pianists. Mm-hmm. I said that right? Mm-hmm. No need to pause. You was no close. Pause. Huh? You was close. Yeah, close enough. Isn't the word close? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no reason for penis and penis to be <laughs> that close. I agree. <laughs> like, this like that's white people with this corny shit. There's no reason to put penis and penis. A man that plays the piano. That I'll say it the long way. A man that plays the piano. That's just that's just fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a man that plays the piano. Like everything don't have to have like a fucking job description in front of it. You know what I mean? I know I remember this one dude. I, now I Trump, did, did you ever come to my barbershop, the one I built off of Franklin Avenue? Yeah. The, the basketball courts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So when I was hustling, I always like investing in businesses. There was a beauty salon. They had a little area, uh, like a separate shop next to it. It's actually a garage. And after wooding out the floors, you know, where to put wood, wood tile or whatever on the floors, um, I went and got some basketball rims, put them on both sides of the shop, um, and then had a crackhead, my homeboy OG, come and hand paint a basketball court, just like the NBA floors on the floor. Hand painted, right? But he would disappear. He would work for two, three days. He would disappear for two, three days. Tell Finally, me. I had to lock the nigga in there. I gave the nigga like an eight ball. <laughs> I locked him in because the shit would lock from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him an eight ball. You're not leaving till you finish. I can't do it. See you in a few you days, brother. Disappearing. I can't do it, son. You costing right. me money. I wish I'd have did this shit with Rosa. But anyway, oh, <laughs> you you so the shit had to lock the, the turnkey lock from the outside. Locked that nigga in there for about two days. I came back, the shit was perfect. <laughs> All the crack was gone. <laughs> All the crack was gone, but the shit was perfect. Word. That being said, yeah, man, I know a lot of successful crackheads, man. And uh, shout out to everybody out there that has overcome addiction. We all have some kind of vice. Absolutely. We all do, man. And so, you know, go back to what Farrakhan was saying. Like, you laugh at the motherfucker you, all you want and find mm-hmm. yourself in that same pile of shit in, 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 in some way, sh- shape, or form mm-hmm. later on in life. Um, it's just, it's so interesting how 360 uh, life is like that. But what's good, man? What the fuck is going on? Everything good, man. You sitting here with two niggas in relationships and shit. I feel <laughs> yeah, out of man. place. Yeah, man, I locked that. I went the her route, son. I went with love. And I'm, not <laughs> fucking, I be, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, son. Some days I'm like, damn, so I just wanna, I just want some ass, man. <laughs> but not hers. But I be holding it down, though. 
know what I'm saying? Because black men don't cheat. The old adage. I mean, man, fuck that. Do they listen to the show? We can't be real. Because y'all think that black men don't cheat shit, man. Fuck that. I mean, here. black men have cheated in the past, but you know, it's about trial and error. 2019. Through trial and error. time. outside with a girlfriend, like, yo, what's up, queen? <laughs> yeah, right now, right? So what? I got a question. I did a video this week on my Instagram. Go to Tahoe underscore TV <laughs> if you want to check it out. I asked the question. What's better, like or love? Both of you niggas is in relationships. Mm-hmm. Y'all still like y'all girlfriend? Yeah, but like is way better. Y'all scared? No, wait. Okay. I like, I like you, Reek. I know trauma's scared. Scared. Yeah, scared. Trauma's pussy. I'm scared of shit. Sorry to hear that. I've been up for three days. <laughs> <laughs> for three days. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all, do y'all still like your girlfriend? Like, is it... All right, before y'all get all deep, you know what I mean? Don't yeah. go all philosophical on that nigga, man. Turn okay. soccer seeds on me. Remember the like part? Yes. Where y'all was just falling in and you wanted her to be a girl. Everything was dope. Mm-hmm. You know, they was cool with everything. Mm-hmm. Turning to love is a lot more, lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more expectation, a lot more feelings. Which one, which, which one did y'all like more? Like, which, which part did y'all like more? Well, I'm an only child, so I like like because when you fall into love, then you start to feel entitled to shit that i do and shit that i say and yeah. things that i like to do and it's claustrophobic it's like yo it's like everything i have to do is like i'm in a type of relationship where like i don't ask permission but i do have to like it will work better for the relationship if i just keep you abreast about what i'm doing mm-hmm. but i never had to do that in my life i grew up with no curfew single mother like yeah. everything i did i just did so it's like now i don't talk to anybody every day but her so it's like yeah i'm about to do i'm about to do the show shameless today I'm about to, after this i gotta do this podcast event yeah. after a while i'm about to go to the club and it's like she's not like the nigga you better have your ass home but it's like yeah. damn i just always have to like yeah. tell somebody yeah. like i'm a fucking like i'm on probation or some shit like that <laughs> you don't do shit with like like it's like oh we're having sex we both like fucking avocado salad ah that's dope we fucking chilling <laughs> out we have the same fucking interest in movies and right. know what i mean whatever whatever strong which yeah. one do you like more? Seriously, be honest. You like like or you like love? Like, definitely, by far. Really? Yeah, definitely. Why? That's, I mean, that, that's what fuels my relationship. It's like... Oh, you see, the nigga, the nigga done double tendre the whole fucking question. It ain't even about her. It's about, like, she ain't listening. It's about <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> do you like that? She don't listen to your show. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's about, like, somebody that you really fuck with, that you want to be around with. Like, yo, when I speak to older folk, when um I was I was in, on vacation, I was DJing an event in Cabo, right? This couple, they was married like 30 years or something. And yo, they was just kicking it regular, like they just fucking met. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I like her, like that's, like that's my best friend, you know what I mean? And then you see other couples and they be like trying to be a part. Yeah. Yo, I'll never forget, nigga, I was like 21 years old, working at Verizon, all the OGs in the department, was taking up all the overtime. This one nigga was like, yo, I don't need the money. I don't even want the money. I just don't <laughs> want to go home, yo. <laughs> I know a nigga like that. Because yeah. they will let us go early and mm-hmm. he stay until the end of the shift because he don't want his wife to know that he can get off early. Facts. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. Like, for real, for real. Like, you can't, you can't know my patterns and moves. You just got to think. You can't talk to me until nine o'clock. But your other chicks that you like, you hit when you get up. You're like, yo, I got up yeah. early. What you want to do? You want to go get something to eat? You want to go to the movies? You want to yo? You got a drink? You got a bottle? We can sit. We can do this. When you turn in that shit, turn into love. 
Ugh. It's a lot more pressure. It's a lot more shit going on behind it that ain't got nothing to do with like. Nah, because it turns into errands and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go somewhere. Like, like yo, oh, oh you off early? Oh, can you go get this? Can you do this? Can you do that? So how about? All right, so let's do. I'm like, yo, come on, my nigga. Like, I'm I'm off. That doesn't mean like we have an opportunity to do something. Like, right. I am off. I'm coming home. Know what I'm saying? So I feel that nigga. Like, you know what, yo? I'm not even going home right now. Fuck that shit. I'm about to lock in until nine o'clock. I, me personally. I, I find myself liking like um what the fuck mic am I on? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Is that my mic? Yeah, that's my mic. I think Reek, you're on number one. Shout out to me. Shout out to Reek. Um, <clears throat> I find myself liking like because I don't know if I know how to deal with my emotions. <laughs> of course you get. <laughs> you're a head case, bro. Yeah. I find myself, um, I don't know how to deal with anger. I don't know how to deal with pain. I don't know how to process these emotions. And so knowing that about me, and I really don't like where the fuck I put my mic on. Knowing that about me, that sounds better. I don't know how to deal with love. I don't. It scares me. Um, anger, with anger, I overdo it. I overdo it. I don't know how to process how it affects me, how those emotions affect me. With love, it's the same thing. With like, I don't have those type of peaks in emotion. Like is like, it's right here. It's cool. Everything is good. I don't got to question it. It's not even question. Nobody's going to take it and run with it. It is what it is. Like is like, I can like you one day. I can not like you tomorrow. It's no big deal. No potholes. There's no missiles. There's no fucking torpedoes. No volcanoes. No earthquakes. It's a highway. It's a highway. We're going fast. The top down. Hair is blowing. And I'm getting head. <laughs> I like Which is it. important. I it like it. Important. There's no traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Love 
brings so much shit that I'm, I think I'm scared to deal with. Somebody, I said this on, on the podcast. I said this earlier. Give me one second. No, I'm not I said saying this nothing. i my knuckles. And somebody said on, on Instagram, they was like, uh, Tahoe, you need therapy. I don't want to go to therapy over liking somebody or loving somebody. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to get into something that's got to send me to therapy. I never had to go to therapy over dope sex. Lust never sent right. nobody to the fucking therapy. Did it? You never know. The world is big, bro. If you could choose two out of the two, would you choose lust or love? Forever. Love. I would choose love. I fucking hate you two niggas. Why? Because it's just cool to know when you go to sleep that somebody got your back. Unless it's like you find me sexy and you want to fuck me, but do you really like fuck me as a person? Or is this fucking shaft I'm providing to you? <laughs> Got you under the hypnosis, know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine this nigga saying that to somebody? <laughs> like, do you really fuck with me or are you fucking with the shaft? You know what I'm saying? The shaft I'm providing to you. <laughs> Got you under hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I want to know, do you like reek? Like, like I mean, the shit that I'm into. Are you into the same shit? Do you like my personality? Are my jokes funny? Or am I like, yo, just keep quiet, give me dick and get out? Like, no, nah, that's right. lust. You know what I mean? And I will prefer going to bed knowing that somebody likes me. Lust to have you starting from scratch every day. Oh, dear. You know what I mean? Like every day you fucking starting from zero all over again. You ain't building. Which is fun, kind of. It is kind of fun. Yeah. I ain't no fun. But you said forever, though. That <laughs> like, shit's not fun forever. Why not? I'm older than both of you niggas. It is. <laughs> it's just like it's literally <laughs> fun forever, which is not mature. I get it. I'm not champion it i, I realize that i have a problem it's not immature whatever works i think that because of my fear of emotion emotional spikes for whatever reason whatever betrayals i've been through whatever's going on you say whatever but i have the head. answer okay wait i just like lust more i like like more love has always come with that i never like roller coasters you know because when you're going up, you know, when you get in a roller coaster, you got to go up. Just like that. You know there's a down coming. I hate that, son. I hate that. And All right, everybody, hands up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and your heart doing that down and all you want it to do is even back out. You're chasing home, girl. Don't steal my heart. Don't break my heart. Don't... I, uh, Yo, why are you treating me like this? Why are you acting like this? Yo, you overreacted. I hate that, son. I hate that, son. And I hate being in somebody else having control over me like that. I, it's, it's the weakest thing. It will hurt. You lose weight. You ever lost weight over love? You ever stop wanting to wake up? You just be in your bed, nigga. Don't want to eat. And you ain't been in, nigga, that, I'm a Pisces, so I, I know I love super hard. Tron, what about you? You ever felt fucked up over love? Yeah, but you don't, you don't have to be that vulnerable. Don't like, tell me how to be. <laughs> I'm just saying to successfully be in a relationship, like you don't got to be that vulnerable where you fucked up. Are you crazy? That to me sounds like you aren't that vulnerable because to Maybe be in love, mm -hmm. you have to be that vulnerable. Most women in love, once they truly give themselves to you and really believe in you like that, are that vulnerable. And to meet them there is the glory. But the carnage after is something I fear time and time again. Reek, why do I fear that? It's just who you are. Like something that I've known about you 
and something. Because anybody who I consider a friend, I've, I lock in on them personality-wise. I like to know exactly who you are. And you're somebody that has two things about you that's, like, astronomical. One, you have prerequisites. And two, your personality's on 10. All with the time. everything. Yeah. Like, the big car, drug dealing, getting off murder charges, having 30 grand on deck, mm-hmm. fucking kicking bitches out because she made you pasta on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just, you're a nigga on 10. Combined with the fact you have prerequisites to everything. So once those things don't match, and you also don't deal with... I didn't kick her out, though, but good. And you also don't deal with, like, gray area well. <laughs> like, you're someone like, like, there's this, area. and there's this. But whenever there's, like, the gray area, that's it can go either way, and it's not so finite and so cemented, then that's you just go into a, a like state that. of frenzy. I, know I don't you like don't. not knowing. I know this about you. That is a fact. So because of this, and because love is literally the gray area, that's what love is. You don't operate in spaces that you don't know where things are finite and complete. So because of that, you go towards this bitch loves me. She loves penis. I love lust. That's just what it is. That's the equation. I know what it is. It is what. But it, this is why you go towards that. For some reason, it can't stay there for most people because at some point somebody falls in love. Mm-hmm. You ever had somebody tell you, I love you? Yes. Like early? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, what do you do? Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I just ignore it. Sorry to hear that, boy. You act like you, act like you ain't hear it. it. Oh, shit. Hear it. You hit a home run. You see that? <laughs> Word. Go, damn, LeBron. Come on, man. Word. Say some shit like that. God damn. Charlie Horse again. You just, I mean, Chick said this shit during sex one time. Right, it was so inappropriate. I'm like, you don't really love me. I hope man, not. A girl told me that you shit. Said, you ain't say that. I ain't say that. You just kept going harder. Kept man, going a girl told me that shit. shit before I even got the box, and I was like, you can keep it, my nigga. Return to sender. <laughs> Send that shit to fucking UPS and all that. Like, get the fuck out of here. Told me you love me. Bitch, you don't even know me like that. It's very uncomfortable to deal with somebody when they go that hard, that far with it, mm-hmm. and you kind of just trying to chill. It changes everything. Because to me, it, it, they they expect you to treat them they expect you to reciprocate love. They start complaining more. They start wanting more, expecting more because they love you. They start expecting more of you as a man, as a boyfriend, as a, as a companion because they love you. Not that anything has ever changed between y'all, but their feelings have. They're, very, they're a lot more sensitive. They're a lot more vulnerable because they've, they've crossed that path. Mm-hmm. When somebody says I love you, the situationship is basically over. If it isn't over, it's ending. Because they are now, you are now their person. It isn't something where they can date other people and not consider you. Even if they fucking somebody else, you're still the person they're considering while they're doing whatever they're doing. They're doing it because you're not fucking with them. They might be doing it because you're fucking with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, still about you. They're demanding a raise. <laughs> to put the, to give it an analogy yeah, love for raise. people that, know what I mean, like <laughs> you know when like you feel your worth when you know like full and well you're doing like eight niggas worth of jobs, but it's only you. But they're only giving you this amount of money. Like y'all demand a raise. I want to mm-hmm. be general manager. I want to be supervisor. <laughs> here long I want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like nah, like I'm not accepting this 17 an hour no more. Right. Fuck that shit. I'm doing this nigga job. This nigga job. Nah, I want to be fucking general manager. Now, what the fuck is up? Now I'm saying I demand a raise, and if you don't. Give me the raise. My resume goes elsewhere. So, like, I think the same thing applies. I don't think applies. resumes go elsewhere, though. Most times, they, they just create carnage. They start fucking with your no, store. They don't, quit the, they don't quit the job, but the resumes are going out. They just nah, don't quit. They're not going nowhere. 
Man. A person who says I love you is not trying to lose. Love does not want to lose. Man, the pussy's on Indeed, my nigga. I know what I'm talking about. The pussy's on Indeed? The pussy's on Indeed, my nigga. We just haven't found I a job yet. I disagree with you, Reek. Nah? Yeah. Once, once she love you, that's it. She in there. She in, nigga. Yeah. It depends on why she loves you, though, bro. And that's why I'm saying the pussy be on Indeed. What, she, what? what do you mean? This is what I mean. A lot of times, in my experience, <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah, I love you. Know what I mean, a lot of times in my experiences, I'm fulfilling a void, and I'm I have a character trait that you are attracted to, and that you are coming towards on some magnetic shit. But it's not me; it's what I represent. So you're loving what I'm doing for you and how I make you feel, but you don't love me as a person. You too will love William if he has these same <laughs> characteristics. So you really don't love me. That's why the pussy's on. Indeed, you will love anybody that treats you in a standstill way. Know what I'm saying? You don't I, really love Reek. I um, I understand your point, but I think it's misplaced towards when a person has invested that amount of their heart and soul into you, they can't take it back and give it to somebody else. You have to sever with that tie, which is an extreme loss of blood. They cannot. It's very hard. This is why people are in toxic relationships for a very long time. Um, this is why men do foul shit. Can I propose a question to you? Yeah. How many people do you know say I hate my job and haven't quit? Everybody. Same rules apply. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. They're in love. Oh. <clears throat> you see me? So I've been in that position before and I'm like, I'm not going to go demand a raise unless I'm ready to put my resume on indeed because I know that negotiation might not go so well. So I have to be prepared for that. I'm not going to ask for the raise unless I'm nigga, ready to leave nigga, the shit. This is why Dodge, see, and this is what Dodge is good, but she don't speak for the average woman. Dodge speaks for the aggressive g- woman. I hit my head, nigga, in the head with the cabinet woman. Yeah, like. Shut up. The average woman, nigga, what you just said. That is logic. Mm-hmm. They don't work like that, bro. Right. That's what I'm saying. I do that. I don't, I don't think it's They popular. don't work that way. If they put in their, that, their resume out there, they, they telling you they love you, they're, they're, they're in already. They can't move. It's stuck. The cement has dried around their ankles. They cannot move. Now, ladies, y'all are listening. Hashtag So Shameless Podcast. And let me know, if you tell a man, I love you, and he doesn't say it back, is that a deal breaker? Can you leave? If you fall in love with somebody and you can tell they don't love you back, do you go harder? And don't be one of those, don't give me that bullshit. Because I know y'all be sitting there, now nah, fuck these niggas. Did that. Shut the fuck up. Cut it. Let's keep it real. If you fall in love, and he isn't giving you the energy that you want. Do you leave? Do you complain and ask for more? Stress for more? Or do you just dip? Joy, I don't know how you're going to be able to uh, 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Change that question into an IG question, but figure it out. Joy is amazing. She Go is. to So Shameless IG page, the So Shameless Pod IG page. Joy will have all the answers in the comments. Shout out Miss MZ Natural Glam. She is our superstar on IG. Mm-hmm. Cool soul to him. She came to the live show this one. I met her. Cool amazing. soul. Amazing. Cool soul. Drank a whole bottle of Svetka when she came to the crib. She, she stayed in the NBA. Maybe she maybe had. she's not a cool soul. <laughs> she I might take it back. Said, Damn. Svetka. I don't know if she had somebody there, but she definitely drank that whole shit. I was like, yo, where's, where's the Svetka at? Svetka. She looked at you like, what you talking about? You snooze, you lose, nigga. She said, I left it in it. Yeah, she ain't leaving. You drank that whole shit. Took it Facts. to the face. <laughs> and you Took don't got no cups in your crib either, nigga. So you already know <laughs> she, she got it. Facts. Nah, she stayed in the NBA's cups down there. Mm. All right. Um, it's Mother's Day. Did you charge her? Just real quick. You charge her to stay there? No. I'm about to say, you are foul. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did what? I did count it as pay. <laughs> as so you should. If <laughs> You know what I mean? She yeah. didn't have to pay for a hotel. Yeah. So that counts towards your pay. Right. Is that is that is that? No, nah, we all saving money. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that grimy? No, nigga. In Brooklyn, she would have came to Brooklyn. She would have spent godly numbers to stay out there. Nah, she just got to charge that to the game. All right, let's finish up this um <clears throat> this side of the topic. We may be doing things a little differently going forward. We'll see. So if you notice a change, guys, listeners, go with it. Don't fight it. The more things change, the more things stay the same. Um, to finish this off. And I just mean about the segmenting shit, Trom. Trom's mm-hmm. looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just talking about segmenting shit. I don't know what you fuck you looking at me like that for. Um, like versus love. How many are here for like? Raise your hands. One, I... two, three. Why not love? Because for me personally, I could love a lot of people. I love a lot of women. I love like all my exes. That don't mean I want to be with them. I don't. I want to be with the one I like. I like you right now. Like, yeah, me and you know Cuddy I mean? spoke about this a long time ago. Cuddy always would tell me that like is more important than love. It Shout is. out to Passport Cuddy. Shout out to the M and Man. The M and Man is for money, the reboot. 
Um, she's added new chapters. She has explained a lot of things differently or changed or added on to them. Um, and she is pre-ordering. So right now, if you want a pre-ordered book, sign copy. They are going. I believe she's about to stop that. So rush out this week because she is about to stop that. Um, Passport Cuddy and not, I love you. Um, I have nothing else to say. Reek, like or love? Like. And you explained it already. Why not love? Why not love? Because love just feels more of like a business negotiation. Like, you know where I stand. I know where you stand. Uh, this is where we at. But what like is like, when I love you, I don't necessarily need to be around you. Have like, you ever liked somebody and loved them? Yeah. Right now. Hopefully it doesn't dissolve, but word. How long have you been? How long has it been going on? Four years now. What? You liked somebody for four years and fell in love? How long after the like did you fall in love? No, I'm talking about, like, I thought you meant like, how long have we been together? How long? There's No, there's been episodes to where I didn't like her at all. <laughs> but I loved her. I mean, but the like is when the relationship is popping. Whenever you fucking have relationship issues, is when the like dissolves. I mean, look at every uh, okay. look look at every movie known to men where it's like we broke up after thirty years of marriage, but they still hang out. You know what I'm saying? Because they love each other, they can't be without each other, but they just don't like each other like that. So like is like always very prominent in relationships. I had to tell somebody recently. I don't talk to you as much because I felt like we was getting too close. Is that like some kind of like psychopath type shit. No, it's not psychopath. It's just insecurities within yourself that you just don't. You have that barrier with people, and that's common. I was like, we we you know, I would always talk about her. I would always be around Shorty, and I was like, I don't know. It's just it just got weird. That's a smart woman. That's a woman that knows she don't want to be in that cement that you're talking about. No, I said it to her. <laughs> bro, what are you talking about her for? What like, not nah, like I, I'm with you, bro, on some G shit because it's. When it's it goes past, either. I said it. So when it goes nigga. past what you're into and what I'm into, just having bullshit conversation throughout the day, like niggas do, having sex, whatever happened. And then it was like, yo, so what's this? What's this? And when you did, they try to go to like the extra layer, really trying to know who I am and the fabric of my being, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You need to relax. Matter of <laughs> fact, I think we're getting too close. That's I mean, weird, so, right? Because, I mean, and then my other chick, because I, I would talk about her to my other chick. I don't know why. It's corny. <laughs> But it was all in the up and up. I would never talk bad. That shit is pimping, nigga. Fuck you talking about. She was like, you know you love her. I was like, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. And then that shit made me question a lot. And then I was like, Ugh. get mm-hmm. off me. Gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> Dipped. <Yeah. sighs> but that comes from how, how you used to be a woman, as you told me. He used to dog women out and all that type of shit. I, mean, y'all, I never y'all, said that. Y'all spoke about the house. That's the only way I know. Y'all spoke about on the show. Like, yo, when I was in my twenties, I was wild on bitches. This is and that, whatever have you. I'm much changed man as I was now. Right, Trom? You're like, yeah, son. You used to be a fucking beast. So it's like, oh no, I was talking about putting my hands on shit. No. Okay. No, I'm serious. That, no. I think that's what we were talking about. We talking about that. I used to actually fight. What women. I'm saying is, even in that regard, you don't hit women anymore. Like, you no longer just see women as like an object. Well, I, yeah, I, I, mean? I didn't know no better and. <clears throat> Being that I had to say, being that I say that, I have to say that after this, because we already spoke about this, right, Tron? Mm-hmm. Domestic violence and shit. But when I was younger, <clears throat> I didn't have no father. I didn't have no man, no brothers. I didn't have no man around me. Me either. I saw my mom getting beat when I was young. Um, I went out in the street. My best friend was beating his, his girl. And I argued with him about it, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know, right? So it's just, so I was like, yo, you're supposed to hit your wife. He's like, it's my wife. Stay, mind your business, hmm. right? 
And then I got into a relationship soon after. And when I got mad, I hit her. I, I thought it was what you were supposed to do. I didn't know, right? Um, that might sound weak to some of the ladies out here, but to be honest, if you're going to listen to men or listen to people, pay attention because they're telling you shit. And I'm telling you, I just, I didn't know no better. I saw it with my mom. I thought it was, that was part of her relationship. I, I didn't know. I saw my friends do it. I didn't know. I didn't have no experiences with women. And I did it. And it wasn't until I grew older and I realized it's one of the weakest things that you could possibly do. Uh, especially to, to, to have to put your hands on somebody to control them or have to put your hands on somebody to get your, the response you want from them. That's the weakest thing mm-hmm. in the world to poss- you could possibly do. Uh, I have a child and I'm hoping that she never has to pay that. The karma never comes at me, back at me through finding out some man put his hands on my daughter. Because I really like So Shameless and I, I like being here. <laughs> you know, and I just, I don't know what I'm going to do if I find out because that, that's, you know, the reality that I have to face. Right. Um, but, you know, and I'm doing my job. I'm trying to do my best to, to come back from that because I don't know if I've paid enough tithes to <laughs> the pain that I've caused. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. In life, you know, you know, me and Nicole used to fight. Me and mm-hmm. Shia used to fight. Me and uh, what was that girl named back in the day? Oh, yeah, Denise. you seen me. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's clothes fishing. He's yeah. Yeah. two pieces and all that. <laughs> top, top, top. Like, real, yeah. <laughs> like, really, we used mm-hmm. to fight, nigga. And so, all right, so boom, anyway. Um, you used to fight. I don't know. She was fighting. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. That really, you know, I love having trauma on the show, man. And that yeah. just brings me back to like a terrible joke I saw on Twitter. I don't even know if it's appropriate. Scott, I love trauma. Yeah, <laughs> nah, just, we're on social shameless, but it's like whenever the I Chris like, Brown, nigga. <laughs> whenever the Chris Brown and Rihanna shit comes up, and it was like, how come nobody ever sees like Chris Brown and Rihanna fought and Rihanna lost? I just find that so funny, but I'm not supposed to. <laughs> my fault. I should have. I should have brought that up. My fault. <laughs> See, this is why this is why it's good to have Dodge in the yeah. Because honestly, that's a reality a lot of women deal with. And it's kind of fucked up when you just sitting here laughing about it. Damn. <laughs> it's the rose, man. No more Try rose, no more rose, bro. My bad. Um, yeah. I don't know what to say to that. I think that that's 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 um it's Mother's Day weekend, and we talk about niggas beating chicks. Yeah, man. So we have this clip from um uh, No, we don't. Dodge, we Dodge, have no clip. Dodge. I'm, I'm, I think I'm editing this whole reel. This <laughs> you just made it super awkward. Trom with the, uh, yeah, I mean, that was you beating her, nigga. She wasn't fighting you back. You was just kicking ass. <laughs> just like, just yeah. do the whole shit. I was trying to go smoothly yeah, into Mother's Day. I don't, I don't expect Day. this uh, being on the show. So it's Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> For editing reasons, you want to do a pause so you know where to cut? All right, all right. It's, gonna, it's there. Um... Damn, that was awkward as shit. Yeah, man, the world is crazy. It's Mother's Day. I don't know how I feel about Mother's Day today. I'm not going to lie. Three guys in the room, two in relationships. Trom, you're a father. Reek, you're a son. How y'all feel about Mother's Day? I feel like it's needed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Um, when you just take into account what the mother has to do on a day-to-day basis on some motherhood shit, because especially in my situation where I grew up with a single mother, she kind of had it to do like a dual parenting thing to where she had to tell me the ins and outs of being a man while not being a man, but also 
making sure that I kept out of like a right or wrong and the lessons that she preached and the ideologies that she preached and my scope on how I saw the world and whether it was good or bad or just her showing her flaws in front of me on some parent shit. And I mean, my mom had me, she was 21. So we kind of grew up together type shit because I'm 29. My mom's about to turn 51. We kind of grew up as one in a mm-hmm. sense. And I mean, and when you take into consideration just being a woman on planet earth period and the strife that that can take on you, having a child and all the things that is just customary with just being a mother. Like look at Forrest Gump, for example. In the first beginning scenes, whatever. I'm very interested Forrest, where he's going with this. <laughs> like, How the fuck did he reference in Forrest his mind? Gump. Did you cut it? I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> like I'm I'm locked in now. Now I mean when you take Forrest Gump to example and you Life saw him like in his a box as a, of chocolates. You feel me? But when he was younger and this nigga really needed that fucking leg brace and he needed to be accepted to school, but he was a dummy. And you see his mother go in there and then come out like un, like uh, fixing up her dress and the nigga like pulling up his pants. Like she had to give some pussy up to get to, to get her son to school. Now I mean, just shit like that just goes by the wayside. Like you do whatever you have to do for your child, especially when you're alone, especially when you're a woman, when you already have limited resources as is. I'm so just, Mother's Day. I'm just very interested. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, so coming from a space of just having limited resources is just like that shit should be celebrated at least once a year. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it. You did it not reference Forrest Gump <laughs> to his mom. But yo, but I feel that's like a washed over. Everybody remembers about like Lieutenant Dan and Bubba Gump and was like, but yo, his mom pulled up. Like my child needs to get into school. Do you really want him in school? Give some sex up for to get him in school. Like that, that shit is do to get you that leg brace, you little mother. You feel me? Like yo, that shit is motherhood, son. And like that shit should have been celebrated as much as life is like a box of chocolates. I think life like box chocolates is just more like sanitary. I mean, so it's not getting HIV and they're coming back and dying of AIDS at the end of the movie. But duh. But I'm just saying, like, just on some motherhood shit. That when did you do you you you, you still live at home? No, I live with my aunt. Okay. When did your mom stop having to take a everyday approach to motherhood with you? Probably when I got to sixth grade. So how long is that? That's all right. What about every week? Probably when I got to sixth grade. Every month. Like sixth grade, like okay. was like let's hold that. Word. Trump. Mm-hmm. What do you feel about Mother's Day? Um, yeah, man. Being a father, that should make you appreciate your mother. I mean, make make you appreciate both your parents, but like, especially single moms, like you know, I'm a weekend dad. You know, sometimes I have my kids during the week or whatever, but I be imagine like that shit throws your schedule off. Like you got to move, you be stressed out trying to figure shit out, trying to get money, do work, but you got kids. You need like having to do that shit like every fucking day, taking them to school all and all that. All like night. yeah, yo, that shit is is selfless. Why I respect Dodge so much? Yeah, because and and why? Not even to say anything bad, but if. It would ever to come to a time where Dodge was like, "Yo, I got, I got to take care of my kid. Like, I got, I got to work, and I got to take care of my kid." Because Dodge, you got to remember, last week she had a child here. Mm-hmm. You hear the child crying on the show. Dodge is doing a podcast and being a mom, getting up, feeding the baby, warming up the milk, still mm-hmm. talking in the background, and still having the presence of mind, and of being having, in the conversation, and still in mm-hmm. the combo. Let's think about that. That's a 
every day, all day. That baby is three, not even three months old. She has to go to work. At work, she's thinking about what's going on. You know how mothers are. Bro. They always know where their kids mothers are. Mothers do the shit where when they're driving, they put their arm around you when they're stopping They fast. always know. Mm-hmm. Right. You ever had that They think shit? of them. Mm-hmm. They think of you Word. first. Right? That's what moms do. Dodge can't go out, get drunk. She, if she, she could drink, but she can't be drunk. You know why? Babies don't understand drunk. She gets home. Dodge has, she can have, she can only have as much fun as t- the day allows her, but as whoever's watching her child can allow her. She can't come home inebriated. You know how many days I go home, pass out, I don't even know where the fuck I'm at. I'll be in my car. I don't, I don't, I don't literally slept like on the floor in my crib. Pissed in my pants, all that. <laughs> Serious. It's real shit. You all been there. You asked Liz. Mm-hmm. Liz, I came home with Liz for my birthday that one year, and she had to stop me from peeing on my house. <laughs> She's like, you can't pee here. You're at your house. This is your house. You can't pee here. She had to open the door. I peed on myself because she wouldn't let me pee outside. Stripped me and left because I was just gone. You can't do that as a parent. You can't. Your, your day is literally controlled as a mom by your child. And that's and why for your child. they should be celebrated annually. Just, one, just give them one day a year. Motherhood is selflessness personified. Doesn't it end though? Does it end? What do you mean? How much? How much do? All right. So they give you a couple of years of their life. What, what point does your mom have to stop really worrying about you every day, Trump? I feel like my mom still worried about me. Yeah, to this every day. day. My mom just called me right now. Yeah, that was your mom. Word. Okay. And I'm not even a mama's boy. She just called me right now. Well, it's like with me, it's. <laughs> Is there a kid's day? Is there a good son's day? Like, is there a good son's day? Is there a day where they get to celebrate us? Every day. When? Kid's day? That's yeah. every day, nigga. Boy. When? No, me. I, no, I don't get nothing. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. I, my mom hits me this morning. She's like, can you take me to Home Depot? Yeah, I'm going to take you to Home Depot. Sure, no problem. I'm going to take you on my way back to work. She's like, all right. I drive, matter of fact, I had the conversation with my daughter. So my daughter, because my daughter wanted to learn how to drive today. That's a whole nother story. My daughter told my mom, hey, he could take us at one. He's going to go to work, right? I take my mom to Home Depot. When I get there, I'm trying to drop her off. She's like, you're not coming inside? I'm like, no. She's like, well, how am I going to get back? I was like, ma, I got to go to work. She's like, no, I need you to drive me. I need you to drive me back. Take me home. I said, ma, I got to go to work. I'm on the schedule. I got to go right now. I got to go. She's like, well, pull over because this doesn't make no sense to me. I pull off. I go to work with my mom's in the car. On the way to the car, on the way to my job to sign out from work, right? I said, Ma, what are you going to Home Depot for anyway? She's like, I need laundry detergent. (laughs) I said, Ma, you go all the way to Home Depot for laundry detergent? She says, yeah, it's cheaper than the supermarket. You can get it big, you know, bulk, and it's cheaper. I said, Ma, they got the same shit at Family Dollar up the block. Oh, it's like $2 extra. I'd rather go to Home Depot. I said, Ma, you tell, sorry, you're telling me in your life that you would rather spend the hour, hour and 20 minutes that it takes to get to Home Depot and come back to save $2? I said, Ma, my, my time is way more valuable than the $2 it takes that you're saving. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you, you're telling me you're not going to take me? I said, no, Ma, that's not what I'm saying. I said, if I were you, I would measure because you're not getting enough stuff from Home Depot to, to make that trip. Yep. That's what I said. 
that, that statement came back to bite me in the ass. I'm going to tell you why. Y'all are laughing. Nope. Trauma is like, I know this is going somewhere. I'm locked <laughs> in. I get back. I go sign out with my mom in the car, introduce a couple of my friends. I get back to Home Depot, right? I said, Mom, I'll wait for you. Don't worry about it. I got to make a phone call or two. Go ahead, go get, go get your stuff. I gave her my Home Depot credit card. She comes out, bro. She walks up to the window, roll the window down. She gives me a receipt. This shit is $114. I said, Ma, what the fuck did you just buy? $414? You said you was getting some detergent. She said, well, you told me I don't get enough, so I bought two of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got two detergents I got two bleaches I got two this I got two I look bad bro She got a whole cart full of shit I said what the fuck is What the, what the Why would you do that Why would you do that I gave you my credit card I'm thinking you're just getting Some laundry detergent She said I got laundry detergent <laughs> But I said yo Yo this I said this is the woman shit This is woman shit Because If it was you nah, See You a fucking nigga you, you motherfucker, you. I ain't saying she right, but I'm saying you walked into that. How? Because you told her you got to get more than one thing or else it don't make sense to go here. That doesn't mean you do it at my expense, though. Right. You wouldn't have did that with your credit card. I'm right. trying to do you a solid. You ain't got to pay for this shit. Fuck it. I know if you really penny pinch your $2. Yeah, you right. And you're going to do some woman shit. Oh, got his credit card. Wong, 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 wong. Give me that. Give me that. Give me those. Give me two of those. <laughs> I tell her that. What she start doing? She start getting her feelings. She getting all misty. Oh, I can't believe you think I would use you like that. I'm not no typical woman. I raised you. Ma, you just come on, son. son don't do that. <laughs> Mom, that's not the point. You yeah, know, Ma, don't do well, that. Don't do that. Don't. If it was reverse and you had the car and I didn't and I went to your job and you dropped me off at Home Depot and you gave me your credit card, I said, oh, you sound always wasting my time, mom. I'm going with your parenting skills and I bought to her everything you'd be flipping. Don't even act like that. Right. Bro, she had a whole cart, son. Fact, I mean, like, come on, yo. Yeah. Am I wrong for feeling? And I was, I was, I, I said what I said. It's Mother's Day, though. And I said what I said and I said, that's your Mother's Day gift. You're not wrong, but she was about to give her a one-way trip to, <laughs> to Home Depot. Does she have Uber on her phone? Is she technologically savvy to have yes. Uber and shit like that? Wait up. Before you say that, because I understand with your point, uh -huh. there's my mother walks to Home Depot. She likes to walk. My mother walks to work in the morning. Mm -hmm. My mother will walk to Manhattan. She works on like 61st Street. She literally will walk across the bridge and walk through the city. Mm. But not with like a heavy ass detergent in her hand though. I'm just she just takes heavy, the bro. cart. Shut up, nigga. She <laughs> takes the laundry cart. All the way home? does it. She does. This is what she does all the time. This is like her routine. So I'm thinking. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. <laughs> boom. I'm going to keep it a thousand with you. I thought that she was going in there to get gardening stuff and that I would go to work, sign out, come back and get her. That's what I thought because we had been talking about doing the garden out front. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking, all right, she can go do her little shopping shit. I drop her off, come back. Boom. It was just a laundry tip. She wanted me to come in. I ain't feel like shopping for gardening right now. I got to go sign out anyway. In any case, I wasn't just going to fucking make her walk with no heavy opportunity. Fuck both of y'all. <laughs> Sorry for calling you a nigger. Yeah, come on, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I called him a nigger. Like. That's just bad funny. Shut up, nigger. Because <laughs> <laughs> this nigger, man. <laughs> always find a way, man. He always finds a way. All right. So that's why I was kind of wondering how I feel about Mother's Day. Because it's like, yo, I take care of this lady. 
now. I for a long time. But you're in a position. Years and years and years. You're in a position to where you can because of her upbringing, though. Huh? If she didn't give a fuck about you at five years old, send you off to adoption somewhere, then there will be no Tahoe TV. I left the house. On Trump, your own, on Trump, your own accord. Trump knows, man. I went. To, I had a rocky. I had a Son, rocky upbringing. But that bro. was on your. Me too. But I was like, it was on your own accord, though. She didn't put now, you up for adoption. Like your fuck. All this I'm, I'm saying ready. is, like, can't we just have a kids' day? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna take care of you. I make sure you good. I think I done spent. I listen, and I, I ain't even gonna toot my own horn on this, but I'm doing a lot right now for for scrap for my moms. Like I love her to death. Come on, Dukes. You don't go take advantage of a nigga like that. Like, if your on, daughter asks for a kid's day, would you be receptive to it? If who? If your daughter that's 18 asks for a kid's day, would she you be receptive? She can't ask for it while oh, she's okay. going through it. You Not feel me? while she's right. going. Right, right now, now ain't the time. In 20 years, you come take no. care of me. You what make you sure said I'm was, straight and all that. There's a whole different story. Has your daughter, has your daughter ever gotten pregnant? Has you ever got locked up? Has you ever caught her drunk? Son, my I was 18. I was 18, 11 years ago, you bro. You asked me if my daughter's done some fuck shit before? Well, not fuck shit, bro. I'm talking about like life altering shit, son. Like be on coke, get trains ran on her, fucking get jumped, fucking so steal out. No, 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 we're not, son. No, we're not. Cause <laughs> let me talk. Yeah, let me talk, son. Steal out of Target, steal out of Macy's, fucking have I'm a sure fucking my criminal. Stolen before. She's no, like, but I'm caught. talking about like actually got caught, like trying to run it up in Macy's and Bed Bath. I've seen son, women her mom's that are 18. Had to chase her down the block. She was hanging out in, in 44 Park at, four, at something apart at night. Yeah. Her moms came looking for her. She was turning, she was double her mom's calls. Yeah. She's hiding under a bench. When her, when her mom turned the corner, they dipped through the fucking park. Her mom's is chasing her with the car. <laughs> her and her friends is dipping through the park. Right. All the way up on MGB. Yeah, my mom, my daughter's done some shit. We, I mean, we all did. When we you were 18, what were the 18 year old girls doing? Like the most craziest analogy yeah, that you yeah, could yeah, think. Like, come on, your daughter's not like that. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And like, I've been the recipient of. Freak ass eighteen year old girls willing to do whatever for a nigga that she likes, or yo yo go yeah, steal yeah, for me. Yo yeah. do this. Look, scammers. All scammers do is get bitches that look good to go in the store and run it up. Like your daughter is not yeah, one of them. Man. She good man. So she was like, yo, I deserve. I don't do nothing. She I just came through. She asked me for all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Because she, she so is that kids' day type shit. Yeah, because she because she else will be like work. If she don't ask it from you, where would she get it from? As a woman, where it's easy to get things Trump. as a woman. All right. How far do you go on Mother's Day? You, you 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 got you got two baby mothers. Yeah. Do you, do you look out for your two baby mothers? I said look out. What do you mean by that? I mean <laughs> all of the shit that you just said about mothers. You got two baby mothers. Do you look out for your two baby? Mothers? Like what do you do for them? Like and I'm sorry to put you on blast. Yeah, no, if, no, if, no if blast. If it's too much, then 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 reflect. So back. Mother's Day, do like a family dinner. I invite. You invite all your old hoes together. <laughs> Yeah, nigga. Shit, you want to come? Here we go. And <laughs> I'll just play. Okay. <laughs> so I'll invite the, the one baby mother that I'm on good terms with. The other one wouldn't come anyway. And um, no, I don't go all out. I don't buy a whole bunch of gifts. Why not? Because it ain't about that. Like, I don't, I don't really what do What is Mother's Day about if you did all of that shit? So what is it about then? It's about showing appreciation. It don't mean gifts and like you got to go all out and spend money and shit like that. Like, I mean, matter of fact, I do spend money like, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll go out to eat, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll be getting like me and my pops, my brother will chip in. We'll get a private chef and shit for all the for for my moms, my sister in law, my my baby moms. Like mm-hmm. we'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a chef? Um, what's the name? What's the name? Um, that you you gave me meditating chef. Yeah. Yeah. That nigga is nice. Yeah. That nigga get busy. If you if you if you're on Instagram, 
I'm telling you right now, is a dude named, it's the, the Meditating Chef. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he still he changed does. his name though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So maybe look at the hashtag. Shit, yeah. Maybe look for the hashtag if he does. I don't know if he still does. Uh, I don't shit. know if he does this shit either. But oh man, this nigga, he comes with yeah. the different entrees. And the, the, the nigga comes with the watermelon with the juice and the watermelon yeah. and all that. Lobster Boy. mac and cheese, like all kind of shit. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, that's how I wooed my last girlfriend. Well, <laughs> the last, last girlfriend. The ex before the ex. Anyway. So yeah, I'll do some shit like that, but I ain't like doing no elaborate cards and nothing like that. Why you not know? though? Phone call. I don't know. That's just not me. They raising your child? I show my appreciation. How? On Mother's Day? Nah, I mean, outside of Mother's Day, just on the regular. Rick, your girl have a a kid? Yes. Did you do something for her for Mother's Day? No. Why? Because I'm own mother. But your girl has a kid. She does. And you're the person that she's in love with. Why don't you recognize the fact that she's a mother? No, I you just asked me if I do something for Mother's Day and the answer is no. But it's like, I don't like, <laughs> no, just straight up and that's the answer. Back, nigga. <laughs> so, no, nigga. Nah, because like me and my mom, I asked her like, hey, you want to do something? She's like, nah, go spend time with your mom. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, for Father's Day. I do buy her kid gifts for like Christmas and shit though. No come girl will tell you. She ran down on me. I know. At the party. No come girl will tell you if you're my chick. And it's Father's Day. And you do not recognize that I'm a father by doing something to help celebrate that day, to help make it memorable for me. I will feel a weight. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Like what do they need to do other than Something send me a text? That's send me some Versace sandals. Bring me let's go dinner. Hey, let me take you out for dinner. Something. I, yo, you a great dad. I love the fact that you're a great dad. Hopefully, we'll be together and you will be that way with me and your kids. Whatever. Something. 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 Why are we together? Like this is a big part of my life. How is? It, why are you xing yourself out of it? Oh no, that's for you and your baby mothers. No, suck my dick then. Nah, we ain't. I, that's why I like like. That's what I like, like, because once we get in too far and you don't appreciate the shit that, that and my life is about, this is my, my kid, my life is about my kids. If, if my daughter is not happy, I have mm-hmm. failed. Mm-hmm. This is a daily challenge. 
If my sons do not feel loved, I have failed. There's a daily challenge before you. So guess what? If I've gotten all of their 100% of where I'm supposed to be with them and I'm still making you feel good every fucking day. And you could bypass that. So you're not good with just a phone call or text? Nah, fuck out of here. I get that from all my bitches. Uh, I'm talking about you. I guess that's where, that's where we differ. Because I, I ain't never really been into gifts and like Christmas and all that shit. I'm into like, yo. Yeah, I'll get you a football when I was younger. You ain't give me shit. So I, get you a, I ain't get you nothing ever since. Fuck out of here. I got this nigga a football. He ain't give me nothing, son. I'm, <laughs> I'm into like, yo, send me a text, some nice words. Let me know that I'm appreciated. Tell me I'm a good dad. Keep it moving. I'm good with that. Do you expect shit from like, what, how much do you really expect from your girlfriends? From your, for like, how much do you expect from them on a daily basis? Or as far as things that matter in your life, how much involvement do you expect them to give you? I don't expect involvement. I accept. I'm sorry. I, I expect acceptance. I expect acceptance. Okay. Because a lot of times I've been in situations where you don't accept what I'm doing. Mm. You don't accept my lifestyle. You don't accept that I'm on a timetable that doesn't behoove you in a way. But once you accept who I am, then that's really all I care about. Preach. You don't really have to do shit for me. Yeah, I I agree a thousand percent with that. It ain't it ain't really what you do; it's what you allow me to do. Like, let me be me. Like, get off my back. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> like what you said earlier. Like, like, like for real though. Like, yo, get off my back, my nigga. Like, I have a life. If you could do that well, then everything else is gonna be pretty smooth. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I if I'm with somebody, I'm sorry, yo. You're on 10. We know this about you. I'm, I'm needy. Mm-hmm. Right? We know this. I expect you to be a part of my life. That's where we differ because I don't. Yeah. I expect you to literally like m- mine is yours type shit. Yours is mine type shit. Like my time is your time. My my mood. Like it's affected. Now nah, leave that. Leave that. I like it. My girl wishes I was like that. Yeah. And I think that that's the best way to love. Like. All right. I need a total involvement. I need you to care about what I care about. Not to the point where it's like, if I like painting, you got to go to painting class. But if you don't get me some painting brushes or some shit for Christmas, if you don't know what I like for Christmas or for my birthday and you do some oh, some other shit, it's going to make me feel weird. If you don't, if, if, I, if you're not invested in me enough to become, to, to try to help me reach my goals or expect me to help you reach yours, and what the fuck are we doing here? Why are we together? I can do this shit by myself. I do, what, is, what the movie was? I can do bad all by myself. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need that. So we can just keep it sex and food. Food and breakfast. Sam Rothstein. <laughs> we don't need to do this whole relationship shit. If you're not invested, y'all feel differently. Yes. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I like all that shit. It's just not as a high priority. First it, things, what is a high priority? First things first is what Reek said. Like, let me live. Let me do what I need to do without no beef, with understanding of my schedule and how I move. Next thing, the next priority is all the extra shit, like, you know, me expecting certain things from you and all that shit. That's important, but it ain't as important. You seen Joe, you seen Joe and Sin broke up. God bless Joe too. God bless Sin. God bless their child, you know. So but it's 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 public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Joe Button and, and Sin Santana have broken up. You think it's permanent? <laughs> You're asking me a question where I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. 
I never thought they was gonna be together for long. Right. Um, that's deep. And with all respect to their family, I mean, I'ma just say it. I just don't think Joe is I look at Joe Button, right? I look at Sin Santana. I think Sin Santana has always been beautiful, always been powerful, young lady. Um, but when it comes to Joe, who I not gonna say I study, but I've watched for a long time on Twitter. I've listened to his music. I watched the shows. I listened to what he says. He was one of the first podcasts, along with Tax Season, that I really would pay attention to, right? Mm-hmm. And then I've watched him beyond that, and I say, okay, Joe leaves Tahiri. Joe's with Tahiri. I think I think Joe is not only a sociopath but a narcissist, and I'm not sure if he knows how to completely dive into somebody else. I think he tolerates other people on a high level for his own needs. Like I said, I love Joe, so hopefully he don't take it no weight. That's how I see. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. I see a person that will use you for what you can for your own purposes, but makes you feel good about it in the time that he's using you, right? Um, and I also think that he will suck you dry. Bone dry. I think that Joe uses video chicks, models, shit like that to rebrand himself continuously. I've never seen a woman that he's dealt with ever survive a breakup. I wonder why. They be all right, but they don't have no real existence after that besides Joe's ex, and he always rebrands himself into another relationship. I'm not saying that that's who I think he is now. I don't know. But if you look at Tahiri, a bit, a, a bit of Yaris, Kaylin, um, Esther Baxter, there was continuously a point where he used them up, made a big deal out of it, jumped into the next thing, rebranded itself again. What did they do? Fade into obscurity. That's continuous. They all faded. Have you ever heard of Esther Baxter again? You know who Esther Baxter is? Yeah. She was great in Petey Pablo video. Dopest titties in the world. <laughs> Have you ever heard of her since he did Ordinary Love Shit? No, nah, but I've, I've heard Kaylin and Tahiri since. What? What's Kaylin doing? Not right now, but... What are they doing? For a brief... So after the breakup, she was doing her thing. Like, she was doing, like... um dance workouts shit yeah. making yeah, yeah. her well, money she was doing all of that she, she was doing while. her twerk class or yeah, whatever she was doing all that for a while the biggest booty ever got in my life was at a club that Terry owned in Harlem yeah love Terry oh god I love Terry I, I wonder if she still owns that club not sure I look at Sin and I wonder did y'all think that Sin that Joe really was gonna stay in that relationship did y'all when y'all look at them did y'all think that this was gonna be the perfect relationship that he gets married and he cause I was there when he got um Engaged, I was happy for him. Is this rhetorical? Or are you asking a serious no, question? Yeah, no, serious, serious question. Did no, you think I, that this was it? I can only say I don't know neither of them, but I can only go by what they give off to the public. Mm-hmm. And since they're both public figures, what they give to the public is a lot because they have to live their life through other people. So what I saw was happiness. What I saw was fucking suck it or not videos. What I saw was him dancing in the middle of his backyard. Mm-hmm. I saw, I listened to the show and always said, send this and this and whip my ass of this and that and this. Oh, send it to another room. So will kill me for this and send, 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 I see you send, like, I love it. Love, love, love. I saw a nigga, I, mean? I, see a, I saw a man that was happy in life, period. And, and this is what I'm saying. So like, it looked like he found solace in her no so i, I think d- he found solace this in is what success. i said no what i'm saying this is what i saw because what i will say is having a child with someone is a big deal 
her moving in is a big deal. With all these other women, he was with Tahiri for 400 years. They have no children together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it looks like, all right, cool. Tahiri's very I'm, strong, though. And strength or not, pregnant is pregnant, son. And it's like. Exactly. And what I'm saying is this. I don't know if they ever went through any abortions. I don't know if Kaylin, he was with her for a little while. Like, he was like, we're keeping this. We're both public figures. We're going to have a child together. You're going to move in. We're going to be a part of each other's life. This is just what I'm saw on the outside looking at. I don't know either of them. So when I saw them, I'm like, oh, good for Joe. Because everybody deserves love. And especially someone that expresses disdain for women when he's, like, angry with them mm-hmm. through, like, seven minutes of rapping. You know what I'm saying? Well, being betrayed more, no. more, more so. Disdain, betrayal, whatever you want to phrase it, because you don't know what led to the betrayal. I don't know anything. I'm just on the outside looking and listening to shit and watching shit. It just looked as though he looked at her, like, all right, we locking in together. Boom, it's Liddy. You know what I'm saying? So when I heard of this, I'm like, oh, that's shocking because the suck of the knot video, the Christmas videos, there's videos of them Yo, and their he son. He did that. So like, you was were you surprised when he broke up with Kaylin? What I would say is this, this nigga was all over Kaylin all every this. day taking pictures, doing this, doing relationship counseling, all of this other shit. Did you really think all of that was a thing? But can I, never, I say this? She was 21. Let me say this. What I will say is I don't know his honor. I don't know his methodology. I don't know who, who he stands for. I don't know what he stands for. What I will say is it takes a lot for me to believe that you locked in with a woman, had a child with them for a rebrand. No, I don't believe that. That's from to me. I, I don't, don't believe. Th- I don't believe I, that he did it for a rebrand. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And I also don't think that these things are purposeful. A lot of times when you fall into when you have uh, personality issues, they aren't things that you're doing. That's just who you are. It's who you are. I don't believe that he was playing with Shorty with Sin. I think he really fucked with her. And along the same time of that, he became successful. Something that he's always wanted. That one brand, that one song, what was the name of that song? Pump It Up. up. It's dope. But no nigga that been around Jay-Z, Kevin Lyles, Lyra Cohen, all of these fucking dope ass niggas, successful ass niggas, wants to be a mixtape rapper. You want to be that around that whole shit. You want to be recognized in that shit. You don't want to get dropped from this label, dropped from that label, and become a love and hip-hop TV star. You don't want that. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it from my views. I'm a SoundCloud podcaster. I don't, but I'm saying I don't think that's what he wanted. He's gotten more success now than he's ever had. That shit got to do something to your soul, right? So now, that's why I said he's happy. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes except for what they showed us. Wait. That's, that's what I said. So, Absolutely. boom. You're dealing with this dope chick. That who, how he's always dealt with dope chicks. Always. I think it's been top of the line. One of the probably top sniper I've ever seen in my life. As far as having these badass yeah, chicks. Right? Time after time after that. Esther Baxter, like Dukes. You only seen a clip of her in, in a Petey Pablo video. He snatched that. <laughs> how the fuck he found her, I don't know. Right. She's bad as shit. Ordinary Love Shit, one of my best songs, one of my favorite songs, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard it. Ordinary Love Shit, the shit about that's about all right. Boom. Do you think that in the middle of that success, and him running the same thing that he been doing, same play over and over again, bouncing from this chick, get off of that chick, get off that chick, right? Because Joe is amazing on this internet shit. He's probably the the person that has the one person. If we're talking about a single person, a single brand that has benefited the most. Or for Twitter, Instagram, that's just being in black Twitter. Had to be him. The way he's always found a way to re- rebrand himself, do this, do that, do this, do that. 
do you think he really wanted to have a kid once he finally became successful, got all of the recognition that he, they, is that wouldn't the time that you would decide? I mean, I'm only speaking hypothetically, but yeah, because you have, what I'm, once again, I was taking about what I'm seeing. He finally found peace and came into a rhythm with his first child, something that he struggled with from what he's told. Right. Uh-huh. I'm only going by things he's brought to the world. So like, all right, cool. I locked in my first son. Me and my father wasn't really fucking locking in like that. Me and my father's good. Me and my mother's good. My fucking, my career is blossoming, finally. I went from a nigga that was just nice, but I was like a papoose level nice, to where I was like, if you knew, you know, if you didn't, you didn't, to where I was like, my personality is finally becoming fruitful. Rory's fucking eating. Maul's eating. We got the Spotify deal. I'm on fucking, I'm on revolt. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I find a woman that I love. She fucking finally understands me. This isn't that. I'm locking in. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. We've been together forever. She's moved in. All right, she's pregnant. We keeping it. I'm getting engaged. Like, it looked like everything just was on like an upward trajectory and all facets so when you have all those things in combination my, my my friendships is strong my child the relationship i have with my first child is strong he even wants to rap i feel as though all that together is like yo let me settle down be married i'm 40 i've had all the bad bitches in the world so niggas can't front on me on that air i don't need to like double back i'm not one of them niggas that didn't get no bitches until i got money mm-hmm. i've been had bitches when i was on fucking lean i mean not lean when he was on molly and shit like that things mm-hmm. that he's expressed even when he was coked up wearing the terrible when, when he was working the, the terrible vest and he was on pcp he still had bad bitches so like bitches was never the problem nah, he's a great amazing personality but what i'm saying is he's not the nigga that like i finally can get bitches now he's not that guy so i feel like i i did the bitches thing so i did the rapping down. thing have a kid and get married. I'm in love now I'm 40 you think he was in love with that Sebastian I'm in love you now you think he was in love with Kayla what I'm saying is do you I'm think he 40. was in love with Terry say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I believe so. But what I'm saying is this. At this point in my life, I'm 40. I'm going to take Tahiri's situation, Esther's situation, Kaylin's situation. I now have this beautiful woman in front of me. I think I'm going to lock in with her. I love this woman. We have a child with each other. I'm ready to go as a 40-year-old man that's learned from previous mistakes. Mistakes being the previous relationships that you just named. My point is this. I think that he's been in love with all of them, right? And he's made the best of it for him and all of them. 
With Tahiri, he made sure he publicized that. With Kaylin, he made sure he publicized that. With Esther Bassett, he made sure he publicized that. With with uh this one, publicized that. So you can't say that this one is no different from the rest. The other ones. He's he always putting those relationships in our face to say, look, I'm happy. I got it. This is my bitch. I'm bad. This but he never proposed done. besides Tahiri. Yes, he did. But he proposed on Tahiri as... He even said, "I'm on TV with Kaylin. Did a whole podcast with I her. I listened to the I show. Mean, did a son. Whole show with the her. nigga said on on his podcast. He probably wouldn't even remember this because when you podcast and you just saying shit off the cuff, it's not scripted. He was like, when I when I fucking proposed to Terry in Times Square, I knew she was going to say no. So he knew going into it, she was going to say no. Now I'm saying that's just the type of time he was on at the time. And I he think thinks I'm lying. If you that. listen to this, listen back to your podcast. You said this shit. That's the only way no, I know. No, no, no. I, I told, and that you know makes sense. So it's like, so boom. I was like, but now he's trying to save your relationship. He's not the first nigga in the world to try to propose to somebody to try to save their relationship. That's but not what I'm saying. You that know this, where you are at this them. position in time, it looked like they were happy and they fucking proposed of a man that was in tune with the fact that this is the woman I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with. We have a child. We have a crib. I'm successful. It's lit now. That's what I feel. And he's now he's had that crib. But no, nah, but it's like he he moved, didn't he? Drew also, he moved. Gotten bread off off of those songs that he was doing. He's always been able to, to even stay still, bro, and be and be positive. Locking in shit. with a woman, having a child like the child is a big thing for me, son. Because he's not the first. He probably got all the women pregnant. Just probably, I don't know. I don't know them personally. Uh-huh. Getting women pregnant isn't hard, but she kept it, and it was like we're, do, we're you having think a that family. A woman now. is gonna buy a millionaire. You you on like that? You showing this kind of promise? You leaving this bad situation, whatever bad situation you get in with a nigga like this? You think a bitch is really trying to have an abortion? Because on the same spectrum, I'm only going by what I see from Sin Santana. She doesn't appear to she, to me. She doesn't seem to me be like, I right, I'm not gonna leave him. I'm gonna keep the I'm gonna keep the baby to be with Joe. She doesn't. That's to me. If this, you know her more closely than if, I do. If but I got a me. chick pregnant right now, and all I got is fifteen thousand listeners on SoundCloud, a chick is not going <laughs> no. to a boy. Honor as honor. I feel as though sin is honorable. I don't know her. What's not honorable about that? It's not. I don't. I don't feel as though having a child, and not want to leave a person, offer the strength of what they can provide for you. Is not it's honorable. not even about what they That's can do honor. for you. It's about nigga. You can handle this. I'm not gonna go chop up my body on some shit that you're not ready. You can handle it. You'll be all right. We're together. I'm pregnant. It is what it is. But Are you I not going to force me to plan? Put, why? But why am I going to... I got your baby in my stuff. I don't why? feel like that's the conversation they had, though. But to I me. don't think either because I, don't th- I think he's way more mature and where he was at because I said he did... I don't think he does it on purpose. I don't think he does it on purpose. But I do think in his mind, I think he said to himself, Oh, buddy. I'm about to have a baby. Holy shit. And it does feel good. It does. But towards what Tron was saying, I believe, or what somebody in here was saying, one of his complaints was from what they're saying, and I don't listen to the show only because I don't want to take too much of their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. She wasn't doing so much. She was sitting around. Remember on Love and Hip Hop, they were saying that he wasn't having sex with her. Wasn't the, not that he wasn't attracted, but mm-hmm. wasn't his main priority. Being around that wasn't his thing no more. That that is like he's kind of mentally moved on. Something happened. Something clicked. Wasn't about him not loving her no more, but for whatever reason, something happened. I think that's his pattern. Me personally, I don't know. But just from viewing as a viewer, I think that's his pattern. That we all have him. That, that, I just feel like that's that's deep. And do you think that? Okay, I, I just feel like that's deep for, even if it's something that not rudimentary. Even if it's something that he. What does rudimentary mean? 
like subsidiary, just like very small, menial. Okay, we know mean? right, small. Okay, I mean, it, it, even if it's something that's subconscious, I I really feel as though when you listen to him speak, and he does two hour podcasts for two times out the week. Uh-huh. That's a lot of talking. Uh-huh. He also has a talk show. He also has the pull up. Mm-hmm. The the crux of Joe Biden right now is his thoughts mm-hmm. and articulating said thoughts. And he really dives into things that I feel like, that I feel like very few people can. And he places things together. I really don't feel as though the man that I watch is devoid of knowing who he is as a person and is I willing to take chances. No, I do understand what you're saying. I don't think you do. But what I'm saying is to take a chance like that, I feel like... What's the chance? The chance is this. Things are going well right now. I think this should. I think I'm ready for this. I feel like that's a chance. I'm gonna do. What could he possibly do? It's a, he could it's not calculated. tell her. He, they wouldn't have had sex. This wrong. is where he. What? Get the fuck no, out. No, son. Here. Because I, I feel like Joe's a regular. That's his girl. You're gonna have Even sex. Even still, wrong. son. Joe, from what I've seen, is a calculated man, son. So if he was like, yo, if this is not gonna benefit me in some type of way, if I don't feel this girl like type of way, if she has a chance to be pregnant, I'm splashing in it and all this type of shit. I will not have sex with this woman, wrong because I'm feeling right it to now, that degree. That was you're not what you're not listening. I feel to like what she's I'm more thinking and what I don't know, but what I'm thinking is when you're in, you're in. You don't know what you're doing. He's a layered you're not thinker, consider- bro. No, to me, because at the end of the day, bro, bro, I'm glad that you're together. And the reason I can say that is because I'm not. But I come on here every week and act like I am. I'm come. I'm telling you, you can. I can fool the shit out of me. Imagine what I could do to you. I'm telling you, my brain is a motherfucking animal, nigga. I can fool the shit out of me. I do it all the time. Trauma's been around me for years. And see me celebrate this situation, that situation, this person, that person. And next week be like, eh. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like doing that no more. Eh. I didn't so, feel like being sure. Trump. So, you, so, you so you're coming from a place of feeling where Joe's coming from because yes. you're also this way. Yes. I'm telling you. you can, he couldn't have been all in. Yes. But I said it wasn't what he did. I said it's who he is. That's different. It's a person does something to you because they wanted to, or a person does something to you because they didn't even know that it, that's how they was do what they was doing. It's just who they are. But in conversation, you have to be able to recognize it to have this fervent stance that you have because I'm not that way. So I'm seeing it from a place of of third party. You see yourself in a way in Joe Bud. Now yes. also like with the dick ridership was like yes. I too am like this. I know so that. I can I can identify this behavior. And you're in okay. and you're in. You're in. So oh, that's she's when, pregnant. I got to figure that out. Whatever. Your body stops figuring it out for you a year after the baby. Year and a half. And your body's like, I don't want to have sex. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Your heart is like, I'm not here. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. You psychopath motherfucker. I don't care. I don't want to be here. Your girl starts recognizing one month, one month goes past, two months go past, three months go. Oh, shit, this nigga never that fucking me. But three months. And you trying to, yo, I'm tired. Yo, you know, I was out. I was over here. Yo, I'm flying around. So you think the way, because of the way that he is, that he's just not a relationship, a long-term relationship kind of nigga? Like, it's not possible for him? I I don't know that far. I I just know that he loves and... He loves what he loves when he loves it. Yeah. He has a pattern, but I think, I feel like we all have patterns. Like, you know, he's, he's all in. He'll be all in for two, three years. A lot of niggas is like that. But then, like Reek said, at 40, 
something clicks and something at some point you got to start making long-term decisions you feel me that's i felt, I felt that was. with him and sin it was going to work i felt like yo now he has a child involved I never felt that it's way. different i never looked at them anytime i looked at them she was hype he was annoyed hmm. not annoyed but like look at this crazy young chick i got <laughs> she's hype you know this that the other she going in da, 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 da. he's like oh god what I got myself into, and she gonna want to have sex later. It's <laughs> like, yo, god damn. Now, once again, I've been there. I'm telling you, I have had sex with 26 year old chick that would later and be afterwards and be like, you wanna go another round? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. No. That is a no. <laughs> Imagine sending a chick home like that. Imagine living with a chick like that. Every day, partying, sleeping, talking, everything. They're always that on that much of a high. They have that much life. And you're like just chilling. I never saw them being the couple that now I, I wish the best for them. If that happens and they go forward, because one thing I do, you know, I didn't want to go this far. I don't know why we went this far. I didn't know what the hell we just did. But <laughs> it's, so, it's gonna sound so stupid. I kind of wish that we didn't know their business. It's just too much pressure. The whole world is judging you. Mm-hmm. The whole world is in your business and shit. You and, know, I, you I, know I what sucks about social media? Like that. I'm not a nosy person. I don't follow the Shade Room. I don't watch the E! Channel. I don't watch reality television. But I'm on Twitter and I'm on IG like a regular nigga. So these are just things you just see off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I referenced... I reference the suck it or not video. I reference these are things I just happen to right. scroll. When you're on the timeline, and it has fucking ten thousand retweets. You're gonna fucking see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with you. It's like it just. I'm not gonna say it fools anybody because I will never speak on somebody else's business because that's a grown man, that's a grown woman. But when the when you're showing so much affection for one another and it shows like yo love has a chance, it just took me aback to say like damn it just ended. Y'all it, it appeared as though. Yeah, we're happy. Mm-hmm. And for it to just be like, yeah, I moved out. I'm done with this nigga. It's like, whoa. It's like, damn. I think that that's. I think that was a process. Women, it takes a long time before they get to that point. Mm-hmm. And a woman like Sin, I believe, had so much faith in him for so long. Um, and then with the baby and everything. And you start. Women often take their, that love for their man. And, it, and they kind of find whatever pain they're going through with him. They found solace in that relationship with their child, with him. And I think that made it easier for her to say, if you're not going to step up for me, step up for him, step up for us as a unit. And when you're not able to do that for whatever reason in the way that she wants, it makes it easier for them to leave. I have nothing to say, but I've never been in that situation. I don't know. We don't know what what really happened. I can't even speak hypothetically. I don't have any children. I've never been in that situation. She's adamant about not going back. She's been doing all kind of subbing and stuff like that. And he's been, you know, in his space. But, you know, shout out to them. And, I'm, you know, I I don't know what the hell we just did. I just think that, you know, to be honest, I think that, um, homie, just be single, my nigga. I don't think, some people don't know how to be single. Some people don't know how to be single. Not putting that on him, but I do have, like the the chron the chronic. What what are they what are they call people that always had to be in a relationship? Trom. That's what we call them. Trom. Even Trom, but like, <laughs> but fucking serial monogamists. 
serial monogamous. Have you ever oh, heard of this term? Oh, okay. Okay. No. That's, you ever seen Tuka play it. that game with Jamie Foxx yes. and Morris Chestnut? Yes. She's like, you're a serial monogamous. You fucking have a girlfriend for three months and you're done with her. You go get another girlfriend for three yeah. months and you're done with her. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if he's that way, but I do have homies that are that way. Like, they, my man is that way. My man, I grew up with this nigga since I was four. He's the first friend I had in my life. I'm not going to say his name because he's trying to get his weight up and I'm not going to put that on him. But <laughs> fucking, he always has to have a girl. And there's nothing he can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. he always, like, he has a girl. Yo, I'm about to be on my single shit. And all of a sudden, one of the bitches, out of the 10 bitches he has, is just the one you see very often. And very often, more often than the other nine, like, my nigga, you know what you're about to do. Locks in her for two years, breaks up. Locks in with another girl for two years, breaks up. Locks. In. So, like, I know niggas like that. Know what I mean? Like, they just don't, they can't understand not locking in with somebody on a on a mutual level exclusively until they use them up and then they go lock up somebody else exclusively yeah. use them up so word i'm not like that but i have niggas that are yeah i'm not like that either i don't, I don't like that serial monogamy shit because i'm not all in with all of them i always like to have a main chick i never like to have like a clear roster with nothing going on i always have a main chick somewhere no matter what i'm going through but I'm not. I'm not like like Joe Budden. He be all in. He be like having girlfriends, all in, living with them. every like, single one. Yeah, and he jumps off. He jumps off of one, jumps right to the next one. They all in, all Invested. in, all in. Yeah, nah, I can't do that. Our say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Y'all, you guys, scared to be alone? No. Have you ever been alone alone? Nobody on your roster, no sex, no nothing, and been good? Yes. I was going to say that earlier, but we transitioned to Joe Button. Fucking with me, I find comfort in loneliness, which is why when you was like, yo, Rick, I had to fucking break this point to you. When last time I was on the show, like, yo, you feel like niggas ain't fit? Because, like, with me, everybody has strays of what they went through how they grew up and what made them into a man today now i'm saying with you you're on 10 based on what happened with you and your mother now it's like nigga i'm tahoe i came from all these fucking surroundings this is now i'm single with me it's like i feel like nobody's on my side and i find comfort in that because i know where that can come from i don't find that's why we have beef about your birthday but now i'm saying so it's like with me it's like with relationships or whatever like 
even my girlfriend now, like one of the one of the biggest things in a relationship, I was like, I'll just dip and leave, and I won't talk to you again, and I'll be cool with that, because that's just how I am with friends. Not with friends, because with friends, whatever, everything has its own place, and everything, every relationship is unique. But even like where I live now, I live with my aunt. If she would be like, yo, you can't live here, I would just dip. That's just who I am as a person. So being by myself is why I'm most comfortable because I know what I can expect because it's me. Like, even if you used to come to my room, my lights is never on. And niggas always think I'm weird like because I'm in here by that. myself. No, I can see that. Now, I mean, when I'm in the room, I'm always in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of, do you guys watch The Shy? No. Mm. Okay. There's this mom on there and this dude, he's maybe 19, 21, 22. He's got maybe three kids, two kids, something like that. Um, He has a job. But his mom is literally kicked him out the crib. So what she did was she moved. And she didn't tell, like she told him a couple weeks before, told him, yo, you got to find your own place. You got to find your own place. You got to find your own place. Moving day, she was like, yo, this is it. I'm moving. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? And he was like, she was like, I don't know what you're going to do. I told you I'm moving. You're not coming with me. And he's like, what? She moves. He's now homeless. Sleeping on the train sleeping wherever, you know, whatever's going on. And he goes back to the mom's crib. He's at the gate, screaming into the buzzer. Let me in, yo, I'm homeless. I got beat up on the train last night. I got all my stuff in plastic bags. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, what? She's like, no, you got to find your own way. You have to, you will never be a man unless you go out there and do it on your own. Do you guys agree with that parenting strategy? So to a degree, yeah. I'm sorry. You want to go first? Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, depending on on a nigga, he seemed like there's certain people that need that, that need that tough love. Like he don't listen. Like she tried to tell him like, three, four times. She said yeah, she told him this exactly. time. She told him this date. She told him this date. She was moving. So yeah, unfortunately, I feel like some people need that. I, I think. We, yeah, my answer is more long winded. So do we have time, or should yeah. I just condense no, it? No, good. You're always long-winded, Reek. That's, that's <laughs> like saying my name is Reek. <laughs> fucking, I was getting my fucking car fixed, and I was speaking to an Asian slash Spanish man, and he was telling me about the wage gap disparity with Americans, mm-hmm. and about the average. Uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm forgetting the fucking acronym right now. Can't basically, believe, yeah, I can't believe you forgot a word. <laughs> but basically, how much money you generate as a black man is average on average twenty two thousand dollars. The Spanish man is twenty five thousand dollars. White man is whatever, but with Asians, it's eighty thousand dollars because they basically brainwash their children. Mm-hmm. When they come up, you either being a doctor, an architect, or an engineer. That's it. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. They don't even try to doctor their career path based on the skills of the child. If I want you to be a mathematician, right. when you're three years old, you're reading math books. So the reason why I bring that up is because to a degree it's his fault. But as a parent, if you're not equipping your child with the tools to for him not to be so reliant on you, then who are you really blaming? You know, his father. His father actually later on in the show, his father, she, like later on in the season, he goes lives with his pops, and his pops is a, a whole father somewhere else. Like, but it was ain't shit in his life. But his father got kids, feeding the kids, making them lunch, just mm-hmm. any other, you know, whatever. And the father, the mother, the father still paying the mother child support. So the father goes to the mother and is like, I'm going to need that child support. The nigga live with me now. You kicked him out. He's a whole wreck. I got to pay this nigga. eats like a fucking pig. I, got, I need that child support. And she's like, nigga, he's been there two weeks. You're already coming here asking for fucking child. I just kicked him out two weeks ago. You don't even know him. You haven't seen him in years. Now you coming back asking for child support. And he's like, yo, to be honest, 
you shouldn't be fighting with me because you're right. I wasn't around. This is your kid. You're the one who got this nigga looking like this. My kids ain't going to be like this. Mm. My other kids. <laughs> right. You know, the ones that I'm raising is not going to be like this. You did this. And she's like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> shit, I got to do them black women and this nigga. You know, yeah, that shit go. So- to Reek's point, that's kind of what you're saying, right? Well, these are like, black people? Yeah, because it's like- Yeah, if you're, if it's you're shy. Not, it's called Chicago. What the fuck you mean? You are- Psychologists call it the blank page theory. Trump, you don't know nothing about television, do you? I don't know why. I wasn't thinking Chicago when you said shy. I don't know. I, you don't even know there's a show called The Shy. Never heard of it. Yeah, okay. Psychiatrists and psychologists, I mean, yeah, psychologists, sure. they call it the blank page theory. They believe between the ages of one and seven, you can tell a child whatever the fuck you want. All they're doing is being receptive to information. Right. If you want a child to be an assassin, start at three years old. Now, I mean, after seven years old, eight years old, he's probably going to be who he's going to be. So, and knowing that, if you was to equip this man when he's three years old, like, yo, listen, you need to fucking develop a trade. You're gonna, you love plumbing. No matter what you fucking do, you love plumbing. Or do what I want to do to my child, I mean, sorry, my, my girlfriend's child, he's always asking for Supreme and Bape. I'm like, why don't you put him in barber school? Teach him a trade. He's going to fucking make a killing when he gets to sixth grade. Teach him something so he can have a way to develop money going, going forward. Like, That's a great idea. So if you're just doing some shit where you're just fucking dealing with him, you're making ends meet, you're raising this man, now he's fucking 20 years old, you didn't equip this man with nothing, now he's like, yo, figure it out in three weeks. That's whack. This is your child. You didn't fucking send this nigga to boarding school and he came back. He was with you the whole time. How are you going to give this nigga a three-week window to get his life together? That's mad whack. Because to Trump, you know, he's like, yeah, I understand, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not making my kid homeless. Never. I, hey, if your failure is my failure. And he's in this place of confusion early. because of you. It, it, he's listen, been with you every day. You're I, not confused, I'm but he is. Who's fault is it? I'm mm. not going to accept that you as a 17-year-old failed and have now earned homelessness. That's, That's crazy. my charge. That's my business. Facts. Hey, you, you could have left in the crib. He could have even stayed there as a squatter for three months. Facts. You kicked them into the street. But, and I've always said, mothers, yo, yo, moms, that we're going back to this Mother's Day shit. <laughs> yo, listen, man, like, dads leave out. I ain't going to hold you. I'm never going to say that the, the, the deadbeat shit it did not happen. But the moms be, beating the shit out their kids and shit. Mm-hmm. That's not a fact. There is right. some abusive ass shit going on in the, in the black crib sometimes. Y'all be scared of big mama. Y'all ain't scared of Big Daddy. <laughs> I don't know right. if there's a name. I mean, ain't no, no daddies I, in the crib. No, because on the same scope, I would say with black families, they'd be like, yo, don't let me, don't make me tell your father. But there's a lot of I that going around. I think there's more fear. Like my kids, my mom, my baby mother tells my kids that, but for some reason, they're just more scared of the masculinity on my side. It's not because I beat them. It's not because I hit them. I'm just aggressive with them. She's the one who really be laying into them. Mm-hmm. But, but I guess because they're a woman, they just... They have to overcompensate to a degree. Yeah, but they also laugh their hits off or laugh whatever off. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck out of here. What you going to do? But with me, they're scared of me as a dad. Yeah, for real. I went through that with my mom. It's like, after a while, it's like, I just, I'm respecting your work because I love you and I respect you as a parent. But like, I know you really can't do anything to me. I got into my growth spurt early. So I was, I've been this size for like a little while. So it's like, <laughs> after a while, I was like, all right, you're angry. Right. But I'm going to be respectful because I love you. But that's why I'm listening to you. Because I love you and I respect right. you as my mother. But and it's so not because do. I don't hear, fear like what you can do to me. I hear how they, when it's a nigga, right, right. 
It's like this nigga could beat me up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ever Word. hear how the mothers talk to their kids? Like they be yelling, they be like aggressive. Yeah. And I don't have to do that right. with my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't have to talk to them like that. Like I, they understand. a little bit of bass in my voice mm-hmm. and the whole situation is cleared up. When your children are 18, they still probably won't be able to beat you up. No, nah, my kids probably will. But I'm talking about like, <laughs> but they'll actually have to fight you yeah. to beat you up. They it's probably not, will. Though. It won't. It won't like be a trouncing. Say for instance, your, your kids are like crazy and they want like, yeah, she's a woman at the end yeah. of the day. If they yeah. try to fucking fight forty eight year old Tahoe, it's like yo, money, you gotta work for this. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're not <laughs> you just be trouncing. You gotta work for this. Like you have to, you're about to be in a real battle to beat me up. Good luck. <laughs> know what I mean? So it's like it's, it's a little different. It's two of them. I got a feeling I'm, I'm in for some shit. But um, yeah, I mean um. I don't know if I would have did that to my kids, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm I not a parent, but that sounds that's, shit like that's that, crazy. That are active, dads that are active. Yeah, I don't believe do shit like that, and and I don't know how a mom. Do, Tron, what do you think? I feel what y'all saying. Put the like, nigga in the army or something. Like you just you homeless? You I a would. Dub? I wouldn't make one of my kids homeless, but this nigga sound hard headed as fuck. Like, ROTC, right? my I said nigga. he got a job, bro. ROTC, bro. Are you aware of what that is? Yeah. If I if, if you're a fucking fifteen year old, I want you to be in the ROTC. You do, you do what I say because I'm your parent. I'm your legal guardian. You got to put this nigga in something. My uncle did it with my little with my cousin, my cousin Amber. My fault. Yeah, some niggas is, is hard headed, and like some niggas will like really just rely on their moms until whenever. Like she had to bust the move. She like, yo, enough is enough, nigga. I'm moving. What you gonna do? And he had to learn the hard way. I'm not What's saying I would. I'm not saying I would have did it. I agree with y'all. I'm not gonna leave my kid homeless, but I could see in an extreme circumstance how some, you know, how a woman would do that. Why? Yo, but so I see kids that don't fucking get it. Like some of these niggas is hard headed, yo. <laughs> like I teach, I work in the school system. Like some of these niggas, I'm like, yo, there's no hope for this one, right? <laughs> and it's like, yo, I That's get right. it, man. There was no hope it's for sad. me at some point. I've been the same person since I was a kid. I'm not going to say that I was that bad off because I probably wasn't, but I'm a completely different person. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a completely different person. Now, obviously, I still have some tr- some bullshit going on. Yeah, yeah, it is what it but is. At but some, at some point, you probably deserve some tough love. I went to prison. Yeah. That was what did it. Mm-hmm. Prison definitely did it. So, damn. If prison is going to be equivalent to homelessness. I'd rather, I'd rather homelessness, to be honest with you. Then that's probably why you need prison. If you were in that position, because you'd rather just be homeless, because at least you're free. No, not even that. Like I'd rather, like as tough love, if I can make a decision, I'd rather be homeless than be in prison. <sighs> I don't know, bro. Um, I'm trying to find a way to segue this into Aisha Curry. <laughs> 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 I feel like that shit was overblown because with social media. You think it was overblown? Yeah, because I feel like things are really surface and you take what's surface and then you make memes out of it. Which I did it too, but it's like I understood what she was saying. Trump, did you know what's going on with Aisha Curry? Yeah. What is going on with Aisha Curry? So actually, I had to listen to the interview. I'm like, all right, let me see what the big deal is. I listened to this shit. This shit was so brief, what she said, in the context of the whole interview. It was blown completely out of proportion. 
It's not like she sat down and had a whole interview like, listen, man, I need some attention. Like, and that was like the focal point of what she was trying to say. It was a sidebar on a conversation about how they deal with groupies. This is why I be liking Dodge here. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that y'all pay attention to the shit that's going on around y'all, which is why black men are, the heterosexual <laughs> black men are in danger today. I They're do. not paying attention. I pay attention. To what's going on. The woman Dodge sat here and said, they don't like men attention. They don't like um, men trying to holler at them. They don't like, don't do that. Yes, I want who I want. Don't, I don't want none of these other niggas attention. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't know. You remember that? Were you here? She's yeah. speaking Were from you experience. Paying attention? Yeah. She gets a big, she gets a lot of attention. So yo, I, I get it. Yo, I can, yo, son, I so can I remix, can I can remix that, but continue. So I, I understand how Aisha Curry, she's light-skinned. They ain't in no more. She ain't got no ass. Nah, she don't. She ain't got nobody. Uh, right? And she has made statements. She, she kind of looks like Steph Curry's twin. So they're like connected at the hip type shit where dudes will be like, eh, you know, you look too much like Steph. I can't. Right? But your woman saying, I need, I want, I wish I got from attention from a whole bunch of other niggas. I wish. I, where is it? If a nigga said that, you don't think that'd be dragging us to fucking filth? In the context, it wasn't what's the context? Bad. She it, didn't say need. No, she said, "Yo, I be wanting that. I don't. Why don't I get that?" In the context of like Steph gets all this attention, I got to deal with her groupies, his groupies. Everybody, every human being wants a certain kind of attention as as far as like making themselves feel beautiful. You know what I mean? Or or attractive to to the opposite sex. She still wants that. That's not that's not that's that's human. What the fuck is wrong with that? In the context of the conversation, there was nothing wrong with that. She's speaking in a transparent way. And people are like, oh well, that's something that you shouldn't say in public. Like, if you're doing an interview, if you're having a talk, the same way we talk on this podcast, you have to fucking be transparent or else it's a whack ass interview. Like she wasn't saying no wild shit. She was just saying some real shit. You don't think Go ahead, Rick. No, no, you don't think You don't think that Saying, I wish I got attention from mad people. You, what is your talent? What is your talent? So you're, Steph, I, you're Steph Curry's wife? Can I interject? Yeah. Huh. I bring this back to you opening my eyes about Beyonce homecoming. When she could finally fit into the costume. You have to take into consideration what happened with Aisha Curry. She had three children. Now she just looks at, she just looked at as the mom of three as Steph Curry's wife. And... The feeling of being undesirable, no matter if you're married or not, is still a human emotion. So just going through having children, being in this marriage, pretty much as she was like 20 years old, because this tweet's from 2011. She's pro- I think she's about my age. I think she's like 29, 30. In 2011, I was 21 years old. So she's been locked in when they talk about engagement talk since 2011. It's like, yo, am I even desirable or am I just this nigga's wife that he has to have sex with out of necessity? So it will, it will make me feel good if, you know, if I still got it, I want to act on it. I don't want to use it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to garner attention from it. But it just makes me feel good that, you know, that I'm still a sexy woman on this earth. I'm just not the wife of three kids. I've always said that. But you get the people out here that say that they don't want that attention. They don't desire she tweeted that she didn't want it attention. Until it's year eight of the marriage and nobody's checking for you now. And you just looked at as. Yeah. I mean. Didn't so, she tweet some shit about being a wholesome woman? And- yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When you talk about Dodge not wanting attention, Dodge never dated a nigga that could have any single fucking bitch that he wanted. 
and have and be the wife of the nigga that can get any bitch she wants. Dodge never been in that position. Neither has nobody Dodge knows. So that's why Dodge can't speak from that perspective. I think that um I think Reek, you have a great point. Um my only thing <clears throat> is yeah, Trom, be transparent. But do I really want to know that's what my woman is thinking? Am I still sexy? Yeah, I would want to know that. I'm I I want to know if I'm still sexy. I would want to know that about my woman. So yes. I've always said that women this was really what I was supposed to say, but I've been drinking the shit and I, you know how long it took me to get that that last thought out cuz I was <laughs> trying to remember. Women you you meet a girl and she's all dressed up. She looks so nice. You take her out for that date. She's all dressed up. And she looks so nice. You start having sex with her. And the amount of times, unless you're taking her out, that you see her all dressed up and looking so nice, diminishes, Mm -hmm. diminishes, diminishes, diminishes. Until she's going out with her homegirls. She gets all dressed up. Right? She's not getting dressed up for you. Even if y'all going out together, she's not getting dressed up for you. She's getting dressed up for the public. She's getting dressed up so that the world knows she looks good. I'm wondering what part of attention that is. Is that just, why don't she do that for you? She's getting dressed up for herself so she feel good. Like, the attention comes with it, but it's not necessary Like to, to need the attention. It's like nobody wants to feel washed, especially when you, do you think that's what Aisha Curry feels? Yeah, of course. Like, nobody wants to feel like they washed up, yo. Yeah. Word to mother. Three like, kids in, like married to somebody that everybody fucking knows. Like, you don't want to feel washed. Like, yo, somebody. Don't type everything. This nigga is in apex shape. This nigga could literally, Do you think literally she, she have any. Why? I'm not Do you think say she that. would cheat? Yes. <laughs> and I'll say why. Because insecurity can make you do anything. And being with the nigga, they can get any bitch you want. And he's on the road and he's going weeks without seeing you. And whenever he sees you, he has to be on dad mode. It's not just y'all no more. It's just y'all and the family. And you always have to put more attention towards the children than who you're with. After a while, it's like. That's where I was going with that. I didn't really get it all out well, once again, because it's Rosé. How much attention is enough? Like, once you start doing that, right? Because you're looking for public validation. Or you're just doing it for yourself. Right, fine. But you're not getting it from enough you're jealous of your husband. Like, what does that do over three years, four years, five, six, seven, eight, nine? You're used to being that bitch. Nine years later, three kids later, your husband's getting all this. You're not getting all this. You're not feeling that same way from him. What does that make you do? Think, feel. But, but here's the thing, and this is why I say it's blowed out, blowed out of proportion, because I don't think that this is an issue blowed out <laughs> blown blown blowed yeah, sorry. out it's all good brother <laughs> blowed out <laughs> I drank a little more than I thought I did huh? blown out of proportion because I don't think this is as big of an issue as everybody's making it like at the end of the day she said something but I don't think this is an issue in her life like she really has a problem with it in the, if you listen to the interview in the context of it they were talking about how they deal with their husbands that have all these groupies. And in that context, she was like, oh, yeah, all these dudes, you know, all these chicks hollering at my man, but nobody hollers at me. Like, I wish I had something. That, and and kept it moving. Said Facts. that one thing, kept it moving. It wasn't like 
she just couldn't wait to get this off of her chest. <laughs> oh my God, this is Jada, such a thing. If you pay attention, Jada changed that topic. Jada's eyes was wide and changed that whole topic immediately. No, because I feel like she was Jada, like, yeah, but he knows how many dudes. And then they she changed the topic. Jada's no. very good at what she did. But Jada, Jada, Jada even brought it back to herself though, because she was literally in the same exact situation. You're Jada Pickett Smith, but you married Will Smith. Let's not like get it fucked up. You married like you could have very easily been Will Smith's wife. So I'm pretty sure she went through the same thing. Like, yo, I've had all these children. My fucking husband's Independence Day. This nigga's in Men in Black. This nigga, I'm saying, like, right. pivotal movies. I'm just Jada Pinkett. I'm in motherfucking Low Down Dirty Shame. <laughs> I love that movie. But it, that's not Men in Black. That's not Independence Day. So it's like, she, she was, was in the Matrix, bro. You know what I mean? She was Two. in the Matrix. Two. <laughs> but but I'm not, that's not a slight, but it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that movie. She She's Peaches. I remember that was one of my favorite movies, but it's like, yo, it's like. She wasn't in the first Matrix. And you know what's crazy? Will Smith denied the first one. That's the type of time oh, Will wow. Smith was on. So it's he was like, supposed to be Neo. yo, you know what I'm saying? I was, wow. my, my husband could have been Neo, and he, he turned down Neo. That's who I'm married to. I'm married to the nigga that turned down Neo. So it's like, I feel like she was like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know what you're talking about. I went through the same thing. He knows what's going on. Trust me. I marry Will Smith. Okay. Um. First of all, Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett, different world. Love you. Facts. Loved you. Will always love you. Don't love you now. Not going to lie. She looks like the Terminator. All right, man. Wow. I chimed in with the Joe Button shit. But you, you got the floor. <laughs> you got the floor. I just don't, I don't feel hard body Jada. What? Y'all don't, what? Y'all scared? I don't, I don't feel hard. I like soft Jada. I love, I love set it off Jada. I did. No, I'm not feeling shorty so. No. And I don't like the fact you came to Red Table Talk shit. Fucked up the whole podcast network. <laughs> Like, come on, we out here trying to do our little one twos, and here you come with your little two, three million viewers every week. Fuck out right. of here. <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. Go. Do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Teach Willow how to play basketball. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, this has been a really interesting episode. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be pissed off. Sorry, Joe. I didn't mean that. Um, probably maybe a couple mm-hmm. other people. Jada. I'm sure. Joe. I mean, a bunch of J's. Smoke some J's on this episode. Mm-hmm. Mothers, crackheads, we offend a lot of people. Smoke <laughs> some J's. If you count down the mileage I walked, I probably walked from here to the White House. Which <laughs> <laughs> just like a big rock on the hill. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Um, what do we got going on? I uploaded about four to, oh, you didn't watch the Patreon. You don't know how to watch Mm-mm. it. You're not a Patreon. Trump, you're not a Patreon. I'm not. You gotta get the Patreon code, right? You didn't see. Oh, Reek, you didn't see me. I, I got high off of mushrooms. That's what's up. How was it? You ever done pe- you ever done mushrooms? No. Nah. Did you it feel psychedelic? The most amazing experience I've ever had. Like literally the most amazing experience I've ever had. Matter of fact, if if anybody's in Atlanta next week, uh the week of nineteenth to the twentieth, May nineteenth to the twentieth, the week after the cocktail show, um, and you have some mushrooms, hit me. Me and my shorty probably wanna take some. And you talk about my drug use. This yeah. nigga. No, son, those shit was amazing, bro. <laughs> Did it unleash creativity that bro. was Harvard, so, yo, bro, 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 <laughs> like yo, if if you don't never, you know, I've always thought of white people drugs, mm-hmm. you know, like mushrooms and shit. When it's actually an Indian, a Native American mm-hmm. people drug, and it's actually not even a drug; it's natural, like and hemp use. It's like camping and shit like that. 
that shit opened my mind up to a whole nother level. I was not out here like on some leaning shit, like fucking uh, heroin or dope or no shit like that. I had to inject nothing into my skin. You chewed on some shit. Next thing you know, you seeing shit that you ain't. You broke out a vision board. Yes, nigga, you (laughs) broke out. Yo, bro, Mm -hmm. and I would never. I never even think I have to smoke weed again. You chew on a couple of them things, and you just go off into your little journey. (laughs) 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 Shit was dope, Trom. I want you to do that shit one day, bro. I'll try. I'm with it. I want to be there. Yo, can I be there? Yes, I'll do it on the show. We should all do that shit. (laughs) I gotta sleep at your crib. No, 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 I mean, boys, I gotta sleep at your crib. But (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to drive back to Long Island after that. Six hours, son. But six hours of greatness, amazing. Anyway, I uploaded it on the Patreon uh, dot com. Backslash so shameless podcast. I know a lot of y'all go on Patreon and you can't search us. Joy, can you hit Patreon and find out why they can't search us on Patreon? Like, what the fuck is going on? Please, please, thank you. Uh, I love you, Dodge. Shout out to Miss Dodge Bell. Shout out to Miss Dodge Bell. Um, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Dodge. We miss you, Dodge. I miss you. Happy first Mother's Day. My boy Ben, Hameen. Is going through a tough time. Mm. Uh, a lot of parents out there. My homegirl, uh, Mecca, goes through a tough time, I believe. Around this time, I believe. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. What if I killed off Mecca? Moms didn't know it. That's bad. I got mm. to edit that out. A lot of people go through tough times around this time of year um, when everybody else is celebrating. I think I said this last week. Um, and I just want y'all to know that I love you and I feel for you. Like, I really, truly, truly, truly feel for you because as much as I talk bad about moms, I don't know, man. I don't know, man, how I'm going to feel, bro. If I ever get that call, God damn it, Trump. You better answer your phone. This nigga Trump don't be answering his phone. If you don't answer his phone, that might be it for Tyler. I'm not going to say I'm going to take myself out, bro. Might turn into the Unabomber or some shit. All right, we're going to this podcast meetup. Who the fuck is going to be at this podcast meetup? I don't know who's going to be there now, but we're going to see. It's too late. Oh, it's 7.10. We're going to be there. Yeah. This shit is over 9 o'clock. We'll be there soon. I don't know who stays for the last hour of this shit, but we're going to find out, though. All right. We're going to this podcast meetup. Anybody else? Any listeners? Y'all got something to say? No? No. Nothing. No. So shameless. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 